Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's up, everybody? Midnight Frights is back after a involuntary, involuntary hiatus. Not sure why that happened, but it doesn't matter because we are back right here. This is episode 86. I am your host for the day, Greg, the movie guy, and I am really freaking excited because we have not done this in two months. How have we not done this in two months? Somebody answer that for me. Maddie, welcome back to the podcast. Why haven't we done this in two months? Uh, shit happened. Quarantine. Fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is also in the room. Josh, why have we not podcasted in two months? COVID! Another good answer. And last, but very much not least, our very grateful and great sound editor. I'm just rambling off adjectives here. I apologize. Patrick. Hey, why haven't we done this in two months? <laughs> why have we done this for a while? Because each of us are involved in our own personal shit shows. That is, okay, we have three very solid answers. We are going to get rocking and rolling. There's no sense in uh, dragging this out. Everybody, what have you been doing? What have you been watching? What can you tell us that we have been missing out on the last couple uh, couple months? Somebody hit there me. Is, there's every sense to drag this out. It's been two months. We can drag it out <laughs> for like four hours. All right, we got a lot to cover. <laughs> two months. Um. Real quick, uh, I just I, I, I was going to slide this in here real quick. Um, I know I guess uh, told you guys before uh, we started. I can't really cover this a lot, and I know Maddie said she couldn't really speak on it a lot, but I knew Greg and Patrick were fans of the Marvel Universe thing. So just wanted to kind of slide in and, and chat really quick. Uh, was it been a week now? Yeah. Uh, Chadwick Boseman? All I can really say, just a little bit of knowledge that I have is, is – four years of, of making those movies and, and hiding um, and, and fighting through cancer is, is fucking crazy. And I know starting this podcast, uh, podcast off with this discussion is a super downer. I promise we'll bring it back up. But um, I just wanted to chat really quick about your thoughts on the death of, of Chadwick Boseman and kind of how you felt when you heard that news. Oh, first of I, all, I would call it a super downer. Go ahead, Patrick. No, I was going to say, well, first of all, it sucks, you know, because it's such a great uh, contribution to the Marvel Universe, and he was the perfect person for the role. I didn't even, I mean, this caught me completely off guard. I did not know that he had been battling colon cancer for the past four years. I kind of agree with what some people are saying online, that they should not recast that role. They should turn the Black Panther role itself over to someone who already exists in the universe. Yeah. So there's there's a theory, and I think it goes along with the comic book story that his sister, the one who gave him all the gadgets, actually takes over as Black Panther. And there's a lot of call for that to actually happen because be she's really already cool. in the universe. I, I agree. I 100% agree. That'd be awesome. Um, and, and besides the Black Panther, because for, everybody goes directly to the Black Panther whenever we talk about Chadwick Boseman, but 42, Get On Up, The Five Bloods, 21 Bridges. He had... A, even just in that, that few years where he kind of really blew up, he had a filmography that was really, really great. You you heard how great he was. Just people talk about how great he was in, in all those films. Um, like I said, I know everybody goes directly to the Black, the Black Panther because of um, 
just how how big of a character that was. But he did have a really great filmography and said fighting four years and making all those movies and just to, to have that will and that strength to, to get through all those things. We know what it's like to kind of make a movie and when we're healthy and it's hard and it sucks and it's a lot of work and you're dead at the end of your day. You're tired. Um, so can you just, I just can't under, I, I, I can't uh, wrap my head around dealing with it and going through all the things that he went through. So, and it definitely, so, I, I think they need to lower the colon cancer screening age because right now most insurances won't cover it unless you're over 50 but like you have they have shown yeah (laughs) they've definitely shown that there is a huge rise in colon cancer in younger people i definitely (laughs) think that they need to lower that and at least have insurance cover it because it's so expensive and you should not have something so preventable like keeping you from staying healthy it's actually one of the most treatable forms of of cancer it really is and like you can catch it early and a colonoscopy is not the world's biggest deal not the world's funnest thing ever but it's not you fall asleep you wake up yeah with your butt sore we've all done it yeah the the, the prep is the worst part yeah the prep is the worst part yeah yeah, like surgery prep is not fun but like no no, this is something that i and like i of course his death is so sad but i also hope that like it kind of changes some things because he was 42 this was a young man and Mm -hmm. i hope that this kind of like points to we need to have some changes that we need to have some changes in our health care period but definitely need to have some changes in that area and definitely lower that age of when you start screening and when insurance will pay for screenings. Yeah. Yeah. This was just, this was a, a, a rough piece of news that we, that we got. And, uh, you know, it, when I read it, it, it kind of hit me the same when, uh, the same way that it hit me when Robin Williams had passed away. And it's just, it's one of those, like, you don't want to see these stars go granny, you don't have a personal relationship with them, but what they're, what they're doing, what they're able to do and what they could be doing in their future career to not only uh, entertain us as viewers, but possibly change people's lives, change worlds and anything like that. You just, you see that in these types of, uh, in these types of talents and Chadwick Boseman was definitely uh, one of those talents. And, you know, I just, I got caught up in some of the interviews that he had done right after the release of Black Panther. And just my heart breaks just every time I see these videos and I see pictures of him, I just, my heart breaks because of this, this news. And it just, it sucks. It, there's no other way to put it. It, it freaking sucks. Yeah. So, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we've been doing the last two months. <laughs> so Patrick, what do you got? Hey, I'm going to, I believe it's a what we've been doing, what we've been watching type segment here, right? I think, I think Josh called it the, uh, the catch-up moment. So okay. well, give us uh, some high 52. See. In the past few months, I have married off a daughter. I have had, uh, let's see, my 27th wedding anniversary. Yay. A bunch of other stuff thanks to COVID. My job is... <laughs> so I'm spending time trying to figure out things there. Uh, so it, it's been busy working on the house projects, etc. So it's kind of a catch-up thing with what I've been doing. I've been doing the social distancing, staying in my home and everything else. I've not been going out partying, which, you know, it, it, all that sucks. Let's hope it gets better in the next year. <laughs> what I've been watching, I finished The Outsider. This is a mini-series based on Stephen King's novel of the same name uh, on HBO. 
few minor changes to what was in the book, but still a pretty good series produced by Jason Bateman. It followed the story pretty well. It could have been probably two episodes shorter, but if you have a chance, watch it. Uh, under Greg's recommendation, I've been to a series called Dead to Me on... Yes. Uh, what was that? On Netflix. Netflix. Uh, you know, the like the fourth or fifth episode of the first season, it threw you that twist, and you're like, son of a bitch, you kicked me in the nuts, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching more. So that's a series uh, that I also would recommend. And uh, then movie-wise, uh, I I caught Bill and Ted face the music. Oh, I don't like the sad face. Was it better than catching COVID? It was, it was one of those things where I, I had really, really high expectations for, and oh. it just did not deliver. So I'll just put that out there. Did you miss... George Carlin's presence in that movie? A little bit, but it just didn't... I mean, they could have handled it whatever way they wanted to. It still just did not deliver. That's too bad. Yep. All right. Maddie, give us some Heinz 52. Um, Catch up. Oh, okay. Sorry. I... You said that to I'm the vegetarian. Joke, so. Yeah, I was gonna say you said that to the vegetarian. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, it's tomato base. Yeah, my wife puts ketchup on macaroni and cheese. You're fine. What the fuck am? Oh, that's that's foul. <laughs> anyway, um, I actually have taken a huge break from watching movies. Um, not anything on purpose, but I started a new job. I've um, I'm still in school, like you know all that shit, and like. My enthusiasm for the horror industry has actually just really gone down quite a bit because the, everything's been so disappointing this last year. Like, it's been bad. Like, yeah, just give me some snuff films and leave me alone. So I have just really haven't been watching anything um, except for I've been watching Shark Tank for the past, like, two months. Like, I'm obsessed. And I never realized how many products I use that came from Shark Tank. But now we have a bird outside that we named Kevin because it doesn't have any feathers on its head. <laughs> other than that, I put my Halloween decorations up. Um, and that's that's kind of it. And so I have not watched a single movie. Um, I did watch a great documentary the other night on Cannibal Island in the Soviet Union. And that was really cool. And they put a bunch of people on an island um, and they ended up eating each other. There was a there was a girl who had was like talking. She lived in like a village close to it, and they brought this woman into her house and with like rags wrapped around her ankles and like or like around her legs, and they like took them off. And her calves had been sliced off and eaten, so that was interesting. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really watched anything. But also have not yeah. been running around and partying. I've been staying in my house except for when I have to go to work and. You know, I wear my mask up over covering my nose. I don't dick nose it like I see a lot of people doing. So, thank you, cunts. You're the reason we can't leave the house still. <laughs> really dick nose. Yeah, he dick right. nose. Dick Josh, nose is my got? new favorite term. <laughs> what um, do you got, Josh? Catch us up. Well, uh, uh, I've beyond the like, I've been doing a couple house projects here and there. Started turning my kids, uh, one of my kids' bedrooms into a game room. Um, that has halted production. Because other stuff was going on, so I have to pick that back up. Um, the the one of the big things I started to do uh, during COVID was 
unfortunately in my life, I own mirrors. And uh, finally, for the first time in my life, I uh, was able to look in the mirror and tell myself, you're really, really fat. Uh-huh. Uh, like, not just like kind of fat, but like, uh, fat. So I started like hardcore, like hardcore working out uh, halfway, nice. halfway, yeah, clap in the air, halfway to my <laughs> weight loss goal. Yeah, I'm uh, doing that. Uh, my wife's starting to do the same thing. Uh, but other than that, killing movies. I, I, I have a, a small list. Uh, I promise it's small. Shudder's been killing it for me. Like, really, really a lot of good stuff on Shudder. Haven't even touched half of it. But uh, just like a small, quick list on Shudder that I would recommend. Um, Shudder put out uh, an original called Yummy. It is a zombie movie. People that are like really sick of zombie movies, it's, it's, um, it's good enough to be different and to keep you entertained, and it moves really, really fast. I really enjoyed uh, Yummy on Shudder. Um, there's a movie called The Pool on Shudder, which is a creature feature, really good. And then today, well, last night um, into today, I watched a movie called The Shed, which is a movie that's been on our list that we've talked about in the past. The Shed is really, really good. If you can chase it down and you have time, an hour and 30 minutes, I guess, to watch it, it's it's a quick watch. It's really fun, really good. Um, and then I think Patrick watched a movie that – kind of recommended, so I went and watched it uh, In Search of Darkness. Anybody else watch that? Um, oh, it's on my on list. On Shudder. Really, really good. Otherwise, I watched a movie called The Wretched on Hulu, which was really good. And then uh, uh, The Babysitter Killer Queen is coming out here soon. So I went back and rewatched The Babysitter, which was fun. And finally, uh, outside of horror, I finally caught Uncut Gems, which was just, I think, my second now, second favorite Adam Sandler movie of all time. Yeah, I've heard outstanding things about it. Haven't had a chance to see it yet. Um, it's uh, take your anxiety medicine because it's 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 anxiety inducing. Uh, but yeah, right behind Punch Drunk Love, Uncut Gems is probably my my favorite Adam Sandler movie now. So um, try to make it quick, guys. Sorry if I talk too long. I'm done now. All good. All good. So I kind of took uh, I took the same route as Maddie, and I did not watch a lot. I have not watched a lot really, and no particular reason. It's just there's not a lot that's been good that's looked interesting coming out. And I just, I'm trying to do some stuff around the house. We've been uh, working on our basement, trying to get that finished finally. And we're, we're so close that I just, I want to devote most of my time to that. However, I had uh, had a chance to watch some things over on Apple plus there was a war movie, world war two movie that came out starring Tom Hanks called Greyhound. Highly, highly recommend. This was a uh, right out of the gate punch you in the face and it's just intense from minute one to the end of the credits roll. It's just, it's a great movie. Highly recommend checking that one out. Stumbled upon over on Disney plus a documentary on the making of frozen two. Uh, it's episodic docu series. I love behind the scenes type stuff. They talk a lot about uh, the writing and the making of the music and just how a lot of stuff came together. And it's just really fascinating docu series. So uh, definitely check that one out. The, the biggest thing that I've really been watching has been baseball. Baseball came back at the end of July, and I have not missed a day without watching at least a couple innings of a game. So that's about it. There's not much I can say about baseball. It's just it's been great to have that back and be able to watch something. So that's really about what I've been up to. So Did you watch um, any? The first, like, three episodes of The Boys dropped, and I had no idea. Did any of you guys watch that one? 
It's in I, my queue right it. now. I haven't had a chance yeah. to see it. Yeah, I thought it, it was coming out. It's on my list week. to watch. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's get rocking and rolling. No, enough with the past. Let's move on to the future. We watched a trailer a couple months ago, and now we're going to talk about it. That trailer was the highly, highly anticipated Terrifier Two. I know yes, Maddie's queen. got some things about it. So, Maddie, take it away. Oh my god, I am so excited! Like, I made a Facebook post about this, like in between my possums and pictures of my dog. Like, I normally <laughs> do not get this excited about anything. But as I said in my post, Terrifier's been one of the like less than ten horror movies that's come out in the past five years that I'm like, fuck yeah, this is quality ass shit. And so to have a second one come out and it looks just as gory and just as fun and just as amazing and art is still such a creepy motherfucker. I am just so excited. I am so excited. I'm so excited. Like this is awesome. (laughs) Maddie, are you excited for this movie? Fuck yeah, motherfucker. Like let's get this thing out. Roll it out. Like, I don't even give a fuck. If, I don't care if another movie doesn't come out for the next 10 years if I can just watch Terrifier 2. Like, I've watched this trailer, like, a couple hundred times. Sometimes I, like, get up, and it's, like, the first thing I watch in the morning is, like, the new Terrifier trailer. I'm just, like, I need some evil clown in my life. Let's go. Let's go. Fantastic. Josh, talk about it. Um, so I, I rewatched it before we jumped on. And again, just like Maddie, like I love Terrifier. I'm super excited about Terrifier 2 coming out. I know the one thing we chatted about months ago when uh, we first kind of watched and talked about this trailer coming out was uh, the fear kind of that we had was what's this Terrifier going to look like with a budget? And it wasn't just me or does this movie look a little cleaner than the first Terrifier? And it doesn't look as gritty as the first one. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. They, they have money now. They can shoot a clean movie. It's great. All the other like structure and all the other things that make Terrifier great are there. But I feel like watching that trailer, that movie looks really clean now. And that's mm-hmm. the only thing that kind of took me out was I was waiting for this gritty kind of feeling from it. And, and it, it wasn't there anymore. So... That would be the only negative thing. And I only say something negative because we're Zooming and not in person, so Mandy can't crack my neck. But uh, um, that's the only negative thing I would say about this this trailer. I'm super excited about the protagonist in the movie, that he, this fight with this girl and this whole thing they've been talking about um, and building up. I'm, I'm really excited to see just a new group of people meet Art the Clown. So. Yeah. I kind of like – like I love gritty movies i love that like look but on the other hand like i'm almost i got like a proud mama moment because like the first movie like i know they just kind of like used whatever money they had and then like to see that it was so well received that they got enough kickstarter funds to like fund this movie and make it like look nice like you're just like oh my god there goes my baby girl like out to destroy people (laughs) like good for you like i understand missing that grit but at the same time i just think it's so cool that that movie was so well received that they got enough money to like film it on a real camera and not like an iphone (laughs) patrick uh i'm kind of in the the josh boat as well i'm extremely excited for this movie 
but it did seem a little clean to me. One of the things that made it really, in the first one, very endearing to me was that it looked like an 80s slasher, that it had that older look, film grain, scratches. It just, it, it had that raw feel to it. And I hope that they're able to still establish a similar feel by story and everything else if it's going to be too pretty of a film. It would be my only concern with this. But I am ugh, I am so looking forward to this movie. Yeah, I do love I, the, the fights between Art and the winged uh, protagonist. Um, right. I, I don't know what the setup is with that, but that fight that they were showing looked pretty fucking awesome. Uh, the other thing I really appreciate is uh, because it was uh, crowdfunded, they are dropping these snippets on YouTube that show some of the behind the scenes stuff. So if you have a chance to catch some of that as oh, well, cool. do because it's it's really kind of cool. That's awesome. I'm I'm actually sitting in Maddie's boat. Like I I appreciate that they they have a budget. I appreciate that it looks a little bit cleaner. I don't care. This is going to be such a fun watch. I actually I didn't watch the the trailer until just before we started the podcast and I just I'm I'm excited. Like I am jonesing to get out and go see this. I'm hoping that they have theatrical release because I think it's going to be a lot more fun in cinema. But wherever you wherever you send it, wherever you drop it, I will watch it like day of that this movie comes out this is going to be a fun watch so on board for terrifier two all right when we last met we were in the midst of a series of horror jeopardy we're gonna do part three because i had created that thinking we would do this way back when and we're just playing catch up now so are you guys ready for horror part three Yes, I am now ready for Josh to kick my ass once again. Yeah, take this it away, Alex. Alex. <laughs> this, this is going to be a little tougher. I, I made the questions a lot more stumping. So we Why? Are going Why would you to, do that? Uh, to make up because I want to see you all questions struggle. I threw out. It's been a couple months since we look stupid, so this is going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give the, uh, the first question to uh, Maddie. So, Maddie, what do you got? Uh, I'll take plots explained horribly for 200, Alex. Well, I should probably should go through these. So we have plots explained horribly. I see dead posters. Nice. Trivial cursuit focusing on specific curses in movies. I know what you acted in last summer. I don't remember what it was. It's what other people have acted in or what movies they may have acted in. We'll get there. And then a state of fear determining states in which horror movies have happened. Ooh, this is right. goddamn uh, genius, Greg. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I had some time to work on it. So, all right, Matt, you said uh, plots explained horribly for 200? Yeah, sure. A case of mistaken identity foils two friends and their planned trip to their cabin. Got it. Got it. Oh, shut up, Josh. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought we had a, I thought we buzzed in. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Maddie gets first answer, and then if she gets it wrong, it goes on to the next. Okay. Sorry. Uh, is this cabin fever? Uh, that is incorrect. Josh, buzz, would buzz, you like buzz, to steal? Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> is, is it Doctor and Dale versus Evil? Greg's favorite movie. You got it. <laughs> All right. Josh, the board is yours. Plots explained horribly for 400, Alex. Moving along. A man gets to experience the fear of that time of the month. <laughs> uh, oh, ding. Oh, Josh is up. Yeah. Ding. Josh is up. 
don't don't you worry, Patrick. You can you can ding, dude. Uh, is uh, okay. Hang on a second. Um, I'm gonna throw out a movie. God damn it! Just give me five seconds. Four. Is Keith. Keith. Is it Keith? I don't believe so. Ah, oh, well, son of a bitch, I was wrong. <laughs> All right, Patrick or Maddie? Patrick, that's on you. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna throw out something. It's probably wrong, but uh, it's most likely wrong. January Man. That is incorrect, Maddie. All right. Carrie. Uh, I believe that is also incorrect. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, yeah, you can tell so we're long. all thinking I, about periods. <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember a lot of these answers, so you'll have to bear with me. All right. This is going to go well. <laughs> Josh, the board goes back to you. Uh, 600, Greg. Newlywed. Newlyweds, uh, there's supposed to be an S there. Takes part. No, I'm sorry. Newlywed takes part in a crazy in-law family tradition. Is this open or is this me? It's you. Oh, Fuck. I I know the name of this movie. I know the movie. It's uh, I'm not gonna get up and go look. It's on my shelf, but I can't think of the name of the movie. So you have five pass. seconds. Uh, <laughs> All right, Patrick or Maddie? Pass. Is it ready Maddie? or not? Maddie Damn gets it. the points. Yeah, I didn't want to see that goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I just didn't think of it. I kept wanting to see like game board movie. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. All I could think of was Samara Weaving. Yep. Yeah. Maddie, the board goes to you. I'll take plots explained horribly for 800. Small town doctor brings three people <laughs> closer together. Human centipede! I'm 90% sure that's correct. Yep. <laughs> Maddie. I'll clear that, that topic. Family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. The Lodge? That is incorrect. Oh. Josh or Patrick. Although the Lodge would have worked. I think I should get half points. Nope. Fight <laughs> uh, <Bite> me. <laughs> I'm going to try 13 cameras. That is incorrect. Josh. Oh, that's, that was my guess. I was going to say the same thing again. The Shining. The Shining. That was an Airbnb. He was working there for the summer. That's not how that works. This plot's explained horribly, Maddie. Yeah. But not inaccurately. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Well, it's very close to inaccurate. <laughs> All right, uh, Maddie, you had the last one, so let's do. I see dead posters for two hundred. Going down the line. <sighs> All right, so this um, this category, you will see a very very zoomed in part of a poster, and you have to guess what the poster is. So for two hundred, name this poster. Uh, scream. You are correct. All right. Uh... 400. I see dead posters for 400. The fuck is that? E.T. That is incorrect. Oh, no. Josh or Patrick? Donnie Darko. That is incorrect. Patrick? I do not have a clue. What is that? That's what I said. Oh, uh. fingers, yeah. <laughs> poltergeist. The answer was poltergeist. Maddie? 600. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Saw. Oh. Damn it. That was quick. I believe that is correct. That's, that's yes, correct. it is. Okay. <laughs> like, I wouldn't get that. <laughs> this is bullshit, Maddie. You've been right. studying Jeopardy for the last couple months. This That's what's been going on. That's why I've been, dr- <laughs> been drinking for the last couple months, Josh. Mind your business. 800. All right. Ooh. I forgot about this one. The thing? Final answer? Yes. 
I almost All said right, the void, but I know here. nobody would like put anything in there because, yeah. <laughs> All right, one thousand. <laughs> I should have. I didn't think that one. How can All you not right. think of the void? I see dead posters for one thousand. I don't Is know. that a vagina? Oh, okay. <laughs> not nope. like anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, Five seconds. The Purge. <laughs> that is incorrect. Joshua Patrick? I'm gonna say Terrifier. Boom, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm really sorry Good I guess. called a part of Art the Clown's face a vagina. It was right here is where I pulled that from. So I'm going to have a, a really lot good of fun editing the podcast, describing to our listening viewers what we were looking at. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> They'll get over it. Hey, cut that part out if you need to. <laughs> All right, Josh, you have the board. I'll just go across the board, Greg. Trivial Cursuit. All right. 200. 200. Any lament for missing this film could have you painfully strung up. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, uh, Any lament for missing this film could have you painfully strung up. I, I, I have no fucking idea. It, it, should I feel stupid about this? Any, I, I have no, no idea. No, I told you. I made. I made this tough. It's. It's only going to get worse from here. Cool. So Patrick or Maddie? Hellraiser. Adventures. Maddie gets it. I would have never oh. known. Nope. Never would have. That shitty guess. <laughs> Maddie, the board is back to you. Uh, 400 for Trivial Pursuit. This American-made film had nothing well to do with Blockbuster as it circled the drain. Oh, my God, Greg. What is wrong with you, dude? This is terrible. This is like... <laughs> the Grudge? That is incorrect. I see Patrick waving his hand. Ding the ring. Patrick that was my second it. guess. I was like, it was one of those. <laughs> but, like, The Grudge had more bathtubs in it, so I was like, let's... That puts the, me on the, the board. The key was slightly. in the circling the drain. It was the circle was the key word in there. All right, Patrick. Uh, that one was for 600, right? 400. That was for 400. Oh, that was for 400? I'm just trying to keep score yep. here. 400. Uh, I'm going to go with State of Fear for 200. State of Fear for 200. A family's working winter holiday goes awry when supernatural forces and a clairvoyant Danny experience horror like never before set in this oh, snowy Patrick gets that one. Colorado is correct. All right. Uh, State of fear for 400. Deranged son Michael returns to Haddonfield to claim the life of his sister Lori and slash a few others in in his way to this Midwestern state. Oh, God. I should know this, and I want to say Illinois, and that's wrong. That's it. Is it? I would say that's it. All right. That's correct. Uh, State of fear for 600. The shot-for-shot remake of Young Love and Vampire starring Chloe Grace Moretz is set in this state. I, I literally have no on this one. Um, one. I know the movie, though. So I'm just going to throw out um, Massachusetts. I have no idea. I believe that is incorrect. <laughs> Josh or Maddie for the steal? Uh, New York? Uh, that is incorrect, I believe. I, have, I, don't, I don't know. California. New Mexico. Why would a vampire go there? It's sunny all the time. Not at night. All the time. All right. <laughs> Patrick. Uh, let's do the same colon for 800. What, it, what did you say? fear for 800. This isn't about a colon. A young couple, Rosemary, 
and husband Guy move into their new apartment, hoping for their new baby, and meet some weird uh, neighbors in this state. I believe I that is my own writing. That's terrible. Final answer. Final answer, New York. That is correct. Uh, let's finish the column out then. All right. Back with a clean sweep. A girl's cave expedition trip descends into being lost, hunted, and horror in this Appalachian state. Helped if I actually knew where the Appalachians ran through. I am horrible at geography. Five seconds. I, I have no clue. Josh or Maddie? West Virginia? I believe that is incorrect. I also have zero clue. I know the movie. Just don't know what yep. we're on the movie, too. Yeah. Just, North, North Carolina. Carolina. That's the same thing as West Virginia. <laughs> uh, that is false. Had it been wrong turn, you would have been correct. <laughs> All right. Patrick, the board remains yours. I know what you acted in last summer for 200. Tyler Labine once showed up drunk on a porno set, also shined as this titular character in this horror movie. No clue. Are there, people, are there people that don't show up drunk to porno sets? <laughs> this one was filmed. I guess they're all filmed, but. <laughs> That's what makes it a porn and not not prostitution. Now remember, you're guessing the horror movie, not the one they showed up in or what uh, they appeared in. Oh, I was going to say that's not Debbie Does Dallas, is it? No. No guesses? No. Um, I don't, I guess, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. The movie he showed up drunk in to a porno set was Zach and Mary Make a Porno. The horror movie, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh. I'm, I'm super confused on this topic, Greg. Yep. Uh, okay. Sorry. Where, where can I clarify? What can I clarify? So we're looking for... Like what else they've been in? So I'll just, I'll go back to this one here. I'm yeah. stating the actor that you're right. focusing on. Right. I'm stating what they once also showed up in, but you're going to be guessing the horror movie uh, because oh, this is a horror they were in. trivia. So you got it. That was that was partially my fault. I should have better described that. So the horror movie is what you're looking for. Keep that one in mind. Uh, okay. Well, then I'm going to go to Trivial Pursuit for eight hundred. <laughs> For 800? Yeah. 600 had not been picked, just throwing that out. Oh, then go 600 just for the hell of it. This 96 adaptation had a slim chance of being a total waste. Talking curse movies here. Right. Thinner? That's a that great correct. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, same column, 800. All right. This film's curse can easily be easily avoided by following the supposed number one rule in horror movies. Scream? Uh, that is incorrect. Ooh, it Maddie. follows. Very Maddie good. Maddie. <clears throat> All right, Maddie, the board is back to you. Uh, trivial pursuit for 1,000. A 58 from 83, and you might be left in a fury. Um, um, Five seconds. In a f- oh, shit, I have no clue. <laughs> Patrick or Josh? Nothing for me. I knew this was going to be a tough one. Josh, you got nothing? Balls. No. Oh, fuck. I was thinking, Christine. I was thinking that maximum pisses me off. Yeah, no, I was like, I was like, is that Christine? And then I was like, no, that's stupid. I was just sitting here trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> the 58 right. was referring to the year of the car. Right. Yep. And the Fury was the actual car. All right. Let's see. Maddie had the last one, so Maddie, board is still yours. 
Um, I guess I know what you acted in for whatever one's next. 400. Yeah, let's... Jeremy Sisto, once the douchey Elton, was uh, the redeemable Scott in this horror movie. I hate this category. Apparently my internet connection. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck is Scott? Who the fuck is Jeremy? You know what? It doesn't help that, like, never mind. I'm not going to be a dickhead. August Underground. Uh, that is incorrect. Good pick, Maddie. <laughs> Josh or Patrick for the steal? Pass. Josh? I have no fucking idea. Wrong turn. Mm. Who saw that movie? <laughs> I did. 900 times. I did. I and saw it, it on a lot of volume. <laughs> Maddie, the board is still yours. I mean, do I have a choice? Just 600. <laughs> well, you could jump to the 1,000. <laughs> fucking impossible. Naomi Harris, a witch on the high seas, had a role in this infectious horror movie. August Underground. <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. Joshua Patrick? <laughs> uh, is it infectious? Um, now, so far, we've named three actors. I don't even know who the hell they are. Right. Okay. Um, then I did my job well. <laughs> so, I don't know. No guess? No. Ah. 28 days later. 800, Greg. <laughs> Moving along. Dane DeHaan spent time in a drug-induced nightmare world of music, then appears as the lead in this horror movie. August Underground. <laughs> nope. Uh, green Room. Nope. Don't Breathe. What the fuck even is that movie? It's a horror movie. Life After Beth. Richard Brake, responsible for the deaths of Thomas and Martha, wasn't clowning around in this horror movie. 31. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Coming out. Well done, Maddie. <laughs> All Way right. to wrap it, Maddie. Yeah, yeah. That was Horror Double Jeopardy. We got, a, we got one right in that whole fucking category. One. And it was a thousand dollar question. So, keeping score. Oh, we were? Josh came in third with 1,200. I came in second with 2,400, and Maddie spanked us all at, at 5,000. Please don't ever say I spank y'all again. <laughs> and it was my birthday. Maddie gave us a slap and tickle with 5,000. <laughs> that was part three. Nicely done, nicely done. Let's keep this rocking and rolling. Let's finish this out strong. We watched a movie. It's a very... Uh, Appropriate movie for what we're kind of going through right now. That movie was Host over on Shudder. And Patrick, I hope you have got the deets. I do have the deets. Host, 2020, running at a mere 57 minutes, showing exclusively now on Shudder. Six friends hire a medium to hold a seance via Zoom during mm-hmm. lockdown. But they get far more than they bargained for as things quickly go wrong. When an evil spirit starts invading their homes they begin to realize they might not survive the night. IMDb rating 6.7, Metacritic score rating 72%, Rotten Tomato critic score rating 100%, with a Rotten Tomato audience score rating of 79%. And there All we right. have jo- the deets. Josh picked this movie for us, I believe. So Josh, I didn't really. This was Patrick, really. That Was it? The discussion with Patrick, he kind of picked it. Yeah, Josh and I were talking, and I said, you know, we should check out 
uh, host for a couple of reasons. It's short. That way we can all fit it in before we, you know, gathered today. And then also the fact that it it's very uh, relatable to what's going on right now. It's, uh, you know, six friends on Zoom. So turn off your Absolutely. lights and light your candles. Bring out yes. that <laughs> thing that Shit's means about to get something weird. to you. All right. So who wants to jump in first? Maddie, hit us. I actually didn't watch this. <laughs> I know it was like 57 minutes. 57 minutes. I don't go oh, crawl off my ass. So I was um, just kind of busy this weekend or up to this point and just did not get around to it. And I spent like all yesterday sleeping because I had a migraine. So <laughs> not conductive for horror right. watching. I will watch this eventually because hello like eight 57 minutes is how you talk dirty to me like that is hot but um no this looked fun um i just did not get a chance to watch it especially like didn't she just throw it out like two days ago yeah something like that yeah i'm, I'm at the point where i need like seven weeks notice to do anything so uh well Garp, I, I, i'm sorry i, I really dug this movie, to be honest with you. I, I dug the shit out of this movie, not only because it's 57 minutes, because honestly, uh, it's a tight, it's like a nice tight 57 minutes. It fits perfectly in that time frame. I could have easily dealt, though, with another 10, 15 minutes of this movie, because there was never, like, even as a slow burn movie, it was never slow. There was always something happening in the background. And it kicked off real early, because before she even... Uh, spoilers? Are we doing that? Kind of? I mean, kind of. You're kind not of. really giving away too much. You know, being what it is, you kind of, there's only so much you can do with it, right? Right. It, you know, they kicked it off real good in the beginning because before they even got on the Zoom meeting, there was the, the, the main, uh, the girl called the main girl because I don't know their fucking names. Haley, yeah. Haley, yeah. Uh, was hearing the noises and they, they were already kicking the noises in the background within the first couple minutes of the movie. So they started to plant that that seed real early in your head that that shit was going to be happening in this movie. It was really really smart uh, with the the Zoom meetings and and how they shot it and the the topic they chose to do over a Zoom meeting. I enjoy like said it was it was kind of my. It was, again, slow burn, but it was kind of my speed of movie because there's always something happening. Once they kicked off into the seance, like I was super in. And I, I think I made a comment last night in the, in our messenger. I was like, I took a double shot of anxiety last night when I watched that movie because it was like, those are the only kind of movies that really make me sit there and kind of look around the space I'm sitting in and wonder what that noise was off to my right. So uh, they're the only kind of films that kind of like at least make me sit there and, 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 uh, you know, think a little bit. So I really dug, I really dug the movie a lot. So I was good with it. I, I don't know what you would have done if you added another 10 minutes or even another 15 minutes outside right. of like adding further backstory, which I don't think would have been necessary or prolonging or elongating the, uh, the suspense right once the whole thing started to go down i think it would have just it would have killed it i think right. the the 56 minute mark was it was a perfect movie 
for what they were trying to do with it. And kind of following into that same, you know, most people do about an hour long uh, Zoom meeting. And so it, it felt really, really natural. I felt anyway. I, I appreciated what this what this movie was uh, was about. Again, it's very relatable to what we're doing right now, and it it honestly felt like you were just you were kind of a fly on the wall in this Zoom meeting, which was a lot of fun. The uh, the effects I thought were done extremely well. The uh, I think one of my favorites was the I think her name was Carolyn. She had the roommate that kept walking into her room on a on a loop. Yeah, but she never got to see except for those few seconds of what was actually going on. And I, I won't say too much because I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but I think that was one of my favorite, uh, favorite instances. You know, there's, there's not much that you really want to say about this movie, except for it's, it's got atmosphere, it's got tension and you should definitely check it out. Um, especially in the world that we're, the world that we're living in right now, it's, it's extremely relatable and, you know, watch it pitch black with the lights out. That would be pitch black in the middle of the night. I think it'll, you'll, you'll be jumping all over the place. So definitely, uh, definitely like this film. This is a great pick. Is this the yeah. first movie that's been done like through zoom? Cause I was kind of wondering like how long it would take them to do that. There I was like, like unfriended, which was Skype. Skype. Yeah. Skype, okay. Nope. Oh, yeah. And I think there's been a, a handful of others very similar to it where they were on like either a zoom call or some sort of video messaging. Okay. Thing, but but this one was very specific to Zoom, and Greg, like you said, you know they kept it within that fifty-seven minute marker because I like how at like the forty-five minute mark that screen yeah the little pop up out of time. Do you still need more time? Which is exactly what Zoom does. So I think that the filmmaking was really smart in that sense and keeping true to what Zoom mm-hmm. is that it does cut you off eventually. And and it just so happens that the movie ended at the same time, or just before uh, the, the the meeting itself cut them off. So I I thought that was some really smart filmmaking. I think Josh, your comment was more about knowing that that they could have added another ten fifteen minutes on, and it wouldn't have felt longer, no. as opposed yeah, to yeah, wishing yeah. that there was ten to fifteen minutes more. Is right. That right. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, yeah, I, I I feel the same way that if it was in there, I wouldn't have noticed really. But I do like you know what I had just said that they stuck to that fifteen minute mark, right? The sixty minute mark for for the film itself. Mm-hmm. They did some really really smart things on how each person was affected by the demon throughout, and they kind of kept the same theme going through and and this is something that i would probably prefer to talk off uh microphone with you guys because i don't want to give it away but it, it, it seemed like there was a specific death that had happened and it carried throughout like the demon kept the same thing throughout with each person mm-hmm. that it had affected mm-hmm. uh i really like that and that they handled each screen differently one thing that did keep me really entranced in it was trying to focus on five different screens at one time to see if I'm missing something. So that's part of the reason that it really kept my attention throughout this entire movie. They did enough to drop in some humor to kind of let you breathe for a second and then pop you right back in. I appreciated that. The only times that I felt was unfortunate 
is when they tried to show the demon, there were two places, and I thought it was a little, I don't want to say cartoony, but they showed too much. Uh, and, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, there were, there were two places that that happened. I kind of went, eh, either not show it or do it blurry or just a glimpse. It was just a little bit too much, uh, but I'm not going to fault it. The it reminded me a lot of things. It reminded me a lot of the, uh, the, it reminded me a lot of the, I'm trying to remember the name of the, the shutter film that we watched that was very Baba Dukian. I can't remember right. the name of it. Yeah, Z, I know yes. What you're talking about. Very much, very much Z where you had the atmosphere, you had the tension and then they showed the stupid thing and you're just like, damn it. Yeah. Attention to detail I thought was really good, especially since this film was a COVID film. It was filmed during this whole coronavirus thing. This was not something that they had done prior to it. Uh, they make reference to it during the film by putting on masks. The the one girl was upset with her dad for going out publicly and when he shouldn't have been leaving his apartment. It became very relatable at that point. And this would have been one of those movies. Uh, I did watch it twice. Both times I watched it during the day. I think I really would have dug the shit out of this movie if I would have been watching it late at night. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Had, the, it had the potential of actually making me a little nervous had I been watching it at night. The other things I'd written down, I really don't want to go into because it's giving probably a little bit too much away, but I did appreciate how they handled the credits because when that they was really credits, cool. it was basically bringing up the participant list in the, in the, in the chat room or in the right. zoom conference and just scrolled through those. I thought that was a really neat way to do it. Uh, yeah. Overall, like I said, I thought this was a very, very smart film, very applicable to things going on now to make me relate to it more. I just say kudos to this group for putting this movie together. Yeah, I definitely plan on checking this out. I kind of wanted to like see the first like COVID horror movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we rate on uh, three I got different a couple, scales. Before we do are... that, Greg, I've got a couple of trivia things, though. Little fun right. facts. Yes. The It was scripted, but the cast was completely allowed to improvise, which I think is a wise choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parts of the script were redacted so that the cast didn't know what was going to be happening throughout. They didn't know literally what was going to be happening. Uh, and certain things were pre-recorded and played back for the cast so that they got a genuine reaction. Like I said, it was filmed during the coronavirus pandemic, and it was based on a short film by the director where he pranked his friends during a Zoom chat pretending to be attacked by something in his attic, and he didn't inform his friends in order to get their genuine reactions to it. That video was released online and went viral. Great. So then he approached Shudder about making a feature-length version of it. Nice. That's awesome. That's so really those cool. are some fun really facts. Really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. We rate on three separate scales. Is, is This is our, uh, our fear factor, our gore score, and our overall and would you recommend to a friend. So for our fear factor, uh, Josh, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with a, uh, like a strong six. Um, there were definitely spots in this movie where, uh, like I said, I felt like I uh, was getting a little nervous. So yeah, I'm gonna go with a, a good, a good strong six. I'm gonna hang in there with like a five. Uh, like I said in my commentary, had I been watching it at night, it probably would have bumped it up to a six, at least. 
I'm actually going to give it a seven because I watched it uh, just before we started casting. So it's the middle of the day, but there was a lot of tension, a lot of atmosphere. Really, really liked that. And when I finished it, I was like, God damn it. I should watch this when it was like pitch blackout because it would have been so much more effective. So when I go back and actually watch it in the middle of the night, I'm it's going to sit on a seven for me. So Gore score, Josh. Uh, yeah. I didn't feel like there was like a ton of spots in it, but I, I mean, the gore they had in there was good, so probably like a three or four. Three or four? Four? Let's go four. Mm-hmm. Four sounds good. Four sounds good. Patrick? Uh, I, w- I would give it about the same, three or four. Yeah, there, there really wasn't a whole lot of it, so they couldn't really get too much in depth with it. But, yeah, three, four. And, and they, they didn't need it. It would have ruined the whole mm, fucking movie. Really, yeah, I agree. I agree. No, I, I, I will, I'll sit on that four as well. Um, you know, there's not a lot of blood there's a couple of scenes but really i think the the gore lies in kind of what you don't see i i don't want to go any further than that just because i don't want to give spoilers i definitely think you should check out this movie but at the end when things start happening and cameras start sitting still we'll leave it at that i think is what uh what can, what can be left up to your imagination and i think they did a really good job with that so four for me overall would you recommend to a friend joshua I'm going to go with a seven and I'm going to go with a hell. Yeah. I would, I would, you know what? I would recommend this to a non horror fan because I think this is a nice, safe intro to horror. Um, Like it's not starter pack. pack. Yeah. I'd I'd put that in the starter starter pack pack for sure. So yes, I think it's a nice um, little intro. My, my daughter walked in at one point during the movie and was kind of watching it for a second, and then she got a little bit nervous and she ran away. But she did sit in it for for a little bit, so yeah, I think it's a, a nice little intro uh, to horror. All right, Patrick. Yeah, I give it that seven eight ranking right there. I definitely uh, would and have suggested this for people to watch. I just had a lot of fun with this one. I'm actually I'm going to give it an eight, just because of the ingenuity of what it was being able to do what it's doing during the time that it's doing it. I'm sure production was, uh, was ramped up because they wanted to make sure that it hit within this time. And because people aren't wearing masks, it's, they could probably make a second or a sequel here coming up shortly. So, (laughs) but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give it an eight. I was uh, incredibly impressed with this. Uh, I think the runtime was absolutely perfect. How they set up everything with that zoom call, I think was fantastic. So uh, eight for me and high, high, high recommendation would definitely throw this in a starter pack. And uh, with Halloween coming up, make sure you check this one out. Yep. All right. Does anybody have any plugs that they wish to throw out before we hop to the barber shop? Um, I'll just do one really quickly. So I have a very, uh, I have a friend that I've known for a really long time and she's a very talented photographer and she is doing, um, she is currently booking family portraits for a very reasonable price she does social distancing she's got a mask she's got everything um you can check her out on facebook instagram and her own website she is charity joy photography she makes everything really fun Um, my dog actually turned a year old since i'm psychotic i had her come over and take some little birthday pictures of him and they turned out so cute she does super candid. She really captures the moment. So I definitely want to give her a shout out and um, would definitely suggest anyone that's looking for family or wedding photography um, soon to check her out. Anybody else? 
So if you're a fan of the Frightcast, and we know that you are, help us out. Make sure that you head on over to iTunes or whatever platform that you're listening to and uh, make sure that you rate and review us. Also, make sure to check us out online at MidnightFrightFilms.com. You can catch some of our short films there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is got significantly 86. shorter, Patrick. <laughs> I, I didn't have it written down, so I couldn't remember all the stuff I normally do. It's all good. It's all good. I am Greg the Movie Guy with Joshua, Maddie, and Patrick. We are the Midnight Frightcast, and we will catch you on the Liberty Flip. Flip.